So how's your Lent going? Is it good? You guys want to hear how pathetic I am? My, uh, <laughs> my legs are like burning sore. And it's not because I started working out for Lent. This is literally how pathetic I am. It's because of Stations of the Cross on Friday. Just, just kneeling and genuflecting. My, my quads are on fire, so. <clears throat> but I did it. I did it. <clears throat> if you ever ask God for a sign, I know, I, I mean, I have numerous times. And, and I guess the other question is, does God really give signs or better yet? Is it okay to ask God for a sign? Or are we just testing him? I get this question a lot from people. It's, it's, it's important to note that in the New Testament and the Old Testament, God gives signs abundantly. <clears throat> All over the place. A clear example is today's first reading. Right? The covenant sign of the rainbow. God says, these are actual words, This is the sign that I will give you for all ages to come. I set my bow in the clouds to serve as a sign for you. The rainbow. Now an atheist is going to sit back and say, that's nothing more than moisture in the air, light hitting the moisture, reflecting through the water, and producing the color spectrum. And because the earth is rounded, the, the, the color spectrum will be bent in the shape of a bow. Fine. Go ahead, explain it to me scientifically. I don't care. It's God's and he can do whatever he wants with it. It's his creation. You ever hear that, that joke between the scientist and God? Right? Scientist said, I can make anything you can make. And he's like, really? All right, let's have a competition. And he's like, all right, what are you going to make? And he's like, I'm going to make whatever I want and you can make whatever you want, but it's got to be completely new. And he said, deal. And they started and the scientist grabbed some dirt and he's like, hey, get your own dirt. mine God can do whatever he wants he can use whatever he wants I don't know if you guys ever uh, you ever saw that video it was a couple years back it was hilarious went viral for a while it was this guy he was camping and he was alone apparently kind of this kind of old school hippie and he was up in the mountains and it had just rained and there was a double rainbow it was two rainbows. And this guy is like freaking out about these two. He's like, it's a double rainbow. I can't believe. And he's crying. <clears throat> he's so moved by this double rainbow. And then he says at this one point, he's like, what does it mean? <clears throat> I'm like, I'll tell you exactly what it means. It's in the scriptures. It's God's sign of love to us. It's his sign that says he will never destroy the world again with water. Here's the question. Do you believe that? The last time you looked at a rainbow after a storm, did you think covenant love, God's love for me? Or were you just amazed at how it like went over a building? Or how it was actually a full rainbow. Or maybe you were so moved because it was a double rainbow. Do you believe the story from today? Because here's the reality. To see God's signs in our life, you have to have faith. If you don't have faith, 
it's ridiculous to ask for a sign because you're not going to believe it. Humanity's lack of faith often causes us to miss God's signs and wonders. I don't know if you remember when Jesus was in Nazareth. Remember, that's his hometown. It said he couldn't work any signs or wonders because of their lack of faith. Their lack of faith. When we lack faith or knowledge or love, we often miss God's signs or we misinterpret it. This is why it's so important to know God, to pray, to be in relationship with God. So when the signs come, you'll recognize them. My brother, when he was in seminary, he taught these little kids faith formation. And he was teaching on this story of Noah. And he said the flood, you know, the flood destroyed humanity. And then God, you know, he he saved Noah and he had this rainbow and it was a sign of his love. And the next week they came back for, for class and it had just rained right before they were coming in for class. And there was a huge rainbow. And my brother's like, kids, did you see the rainbow? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, what does it mean? And they're like, God hates us. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's not. You're, you're missing it. God loves us. But because they didn't know, they misinterpreted it. I'm not sure how well you know the stories of the Bible, but again, signs and wonders. You know the story of Gideon? Gideon had this tiny army, and God said, just go out, you'll win, trust me. And Gideon said, fine, but here's the deal. If I'm going to win the war, I'm going to put this fleece out, and in the morning, let there just be dew on the fleece, but no dew on the ground. And then I'll know for sure that I'm going to win. And it happens. But that's not enough for Gideon. He says, okay, God, don't be mad, but tonight I'm going to put the fleece out again and let the fleece be dry in the morning, but let dew be all around it. And it happens. And sure enough, Gideon goes out and wins an impossible victory. How about when God says to Israel through the prophet Isaiah, I will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child. How about the ten plagues of Egypt? Ten crazy signs of God's power over Egyptian gods. Shift to the New Testament. St. Joseph, he's given all these dreams. They're signs about what he should do. Even Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I've never known a man? Kind of like, God, help me out here. Help me to know this is going to happen. So you have all these signs and wonders that God works in the New Testament, Old Testament. But then let's flip the flip side of it. Remember when Jesus is being tried by Pilate? And Caiaphas, and they send him to Herod. And what does Herod want Jesus to do? Work a sign for me, he says. Work a little miracle. Work a little magic. And Jesus does nothing. Stands there. The Pharisees come to him and say, give us a sign for the way you're acting. And Jesus says, no sign will be given to this faithless and evil generation. So what are we to make of this? I think it's simply this, you guys. The first set of people that I've been talking about, they had faith. The second set of people, they didn't. One was asking God, help me figure this out. The other one is testing God. That's the difference. If we're asking for a sign, From God, to put him to the test, we're doing the wrong thing. 
But when God's will is not entirely clear, we can certainly ask for a sign. But, (laughs) this is, but you have to have the faith to believe it when it comes. And don't you dare put limits on it. God can work in whatever way you want. We often miss signs because we ask for a specific thing, and then when that exact thing doesn't happen, we get upset and we're like, oh, it can't be God because he didn't do exactly what I wanted. Let me give you an example. I had a a lady, uh, this was like three, four years ago. I was working with her. She had a lot of money, and I was asking her for a donation to vocations to help with the formation of our men, our young men in seminary. And she said, I'll tell you what, Father, I'm not... I want to do it, but I want to make sure that this is what God wants, so I'm going to ask for a sign. She said, you go ahead and ask for a sign. I'm going to pray that Jesus gives you a sign. So she comes back in like a week, and we meet again, and at the end of our meeting, she says to me, she says, I don't think I'm going to give. And I said, why? She said, because I never received my sign. I said, what was your sign? She said, I had a dream, and God said that somewhere during our meeting, I would see the numbers one, 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 one. And I saw them nowhere. And I said, you know what? That's interesting because uh, my birthday is 11 11. <laughs> and her jaw like hit the ground. Here's the thing one, 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 one. She's looking for numbers, it's a person. I mean, I chose to believe that. <laughs> right? <laughs> but seriously, why do we have to put limits on that? Why can't 1111, 1111, why can't God can do that? He can use that. Do you have the faith to believe it? Thank God she did. She did have the faith. She was a very faithful woman. I don't know. Do, do, do any of you ask? If you, I, I, do you ever find yourself saying, God, if you just give me one more sign, I would do this. I did that all the time during my discernment to the priesthood. And God gave me so many signs, you guys, it was absolutely ridiculous. But I just didn't want to be a priest. (laughs) I was like, no! And finally I said, all right, Jesus, one more sign, but it's got to be big. And then I promise, if you give it, I will go. After I prayed that prayer, I was, it was the summer after I had graduated. And for graduation, uh, Bishop Austin Vetter and Monsignor Tom Richter, they were our chaplains at St. Mary's High School. And they got us this little scapular medal. Had Jesus on one side, Mary on the back. And I wore that thing like a pagan. Like I was convinced if I didn't have it on, I was going to get struck by lightning and die. And, like, and I also thought that like with it, I was invincible. You know, <laughs> like... So I was down at Southport. I was working for Cashman Nursery, okay? It was about 110 degrees. It was so hot you could be, and we're laying sod, which is, if you ever, it, I mean, landscaping's hard enough, but laying sod in 110 is awful. And so we're, we're down at Southport. We're right on the river, and we're like, I said to my foreman, can we please just go swimming for lunch? <laughs> we're dying. He's like, I don't care. We asked the guy, it's this old man who owned the house. He said, sure, go jump off the dock. So we get into our boxes, jump off the dock, and cool it off, everything. I get done swimming, I get out, I don't have my chain. And at this point, I'm like, I literally was like, no, I'm going to die. Because <laughs> I was a pagan, I was a total pagan at this time. 
So I, I'm just like totally distraught. So I go home after work that day and my mom's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I lost my chain. Well, she's like, the one that the priest gave you? I'm like, yeah, the one the priest gave me. She's like, don't worry, we're going to pray to St. Anthony. And I'm like, mom, it's not lost. I know where it is. It's at the bottom of the river. I just can't get to it. She's like, you just wait. God's going to give you a sign. <laughs> Moms. <laughs> so we pray to St. Anthony. We get done. I'm like, all right, whatever. The next day, we show up. At the, we're going to go to finish this job. And we get out of the work trucks. And we're walking up to this guy's house. And he comes walking out, holding my chain. Now, at this point, I'm even more freaked out. <clears throat> and I'm like, where did you get that? He's like, you know, strangest thing. After you guys left yesterday, I was, I was fishing off my dock. And I caught a northern. And when I reeled it in, your, this chain was on the hook. Does it belong to you guys? I mean, at that point, I was just like... There's no beating God. Like, <laughs> you just can't. But I still didn't join seminary. And why? Because I lacked faith. A wise priest finally got it into my head. Because I said, I just need more signs. And he said, no. You don't need any more signs. What you need is faith. To believe the signs that have been given. No sign will be enough for someone without faith. But to the one who has faith, signs are everywhere. God wants to reveal himself to you and to me. But will you and I have faith to really believe the signs when they come?